Good evening and uh, welcome to you all, and especially a uh, big welcome to, to Father, Dan, uh, Father Dan Spade, uh, who is back here in Ortfield uh, this evening. I will just give a small background uh, into how the stained glass window, um, which has been unveiled now by Father Dan, Father Dan um, how, it, how it became here uh, in Ortfield. Uh, so, uh, back a number of years ago, Father Dan was uh, at St. Vincent's Convent in Cork City, uh, where, where a good friend of the family uh, uh, was there. Uh, and uh, at, the, at the time, there was renovations being done uh, due to dry rot, uh, and the renovations uh, was taking place in the, in the convent at, at that time. And I believe it uh, came down to, in conversation uh, with Father Dan, uh, that uh, Father Dan celebrates Mass here in St. Vincent's de Paul Church here in Oatfield. And with the connection of both places of worship being dedicated to St. Vincent de Paul, it was mentioned that they had a stained glass window of St. Vincent de Paul, uh, which they said they no longer needed and would like to donate it to Father Dan for Oatfield Church. It was duly packed and well secured, and it could, so it could be transported uh, to Oatfield. So Father Dan um, decided he'd bring it in his car. So on his way, uh, he was wondering uh, where he would uh, store it when he'd come to Oatfield. So uh, he decided to contact uh, the, uh, the late Geraldine Crehan, uh, God rest her, and. Uh, and as always with Geraldine, she generously obliged and she said uh, to bring it along and uh, she'd store it safely in, in the garage. And of course, uh, then that evening, uh, Father Dan was well looked after by Geraldine as well. Uh, plenty of food and, uh, and, 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 and scones and uh, etc. as always with Geraldine. So, um, because of the church being a protected structure, uh, it was not possible to, uh, to replace a window in the church uh, with, with the stained glass window. So eventually somebody came up with a great idea of framing it and uh, fitting it to the wall inside the, the window and leaving uh, the existing window in place. Uh, so the next job then was uh, to get somebody to actually do the, the work and fit, fit, fit it the frame. Uh, so uh, we decided uh, to contact uh, Donald Ryan, uh, who already had made this be beautiful Donal had, had previously made this beautiful altar, so luckily Donal agreed, and, and, uh, and now here is the result. So, um, and uh, uh, Donal's wife, Breed, uh, uh, polished all the little panes of glass there, so that's uh, helped it to, to be looking so, so well. Uh, so, so that's the...
Shall we stand up for up? Stand up for If you have a leaflet, please join in St. Dean's verse. As for me, in justice, I shall behold your face. I shall be filled with the vision of your glory. Together, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And the grace and peace of God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ, be with you all. Father Dan, we're welcome in more than the big welcome this evening. And I'm glad we have... Um, an Episcopal chair for you to sit on. <laughs> you look up to be Those, those of you. Other than myself, I've kept this place going now for a couple of years. And maybe some of you don't know, but I'm from West Limerick, and uh, I know nothing about Horwood. <laughs> He's looking to be like. <laughs> I certainly won't be here tomorrow week. Dear brothers and sisters, there's a lovely, lovely message in our Mass this evening. It's not my message, it's the Word of God for all of us. And so we bring all our special intentions into the Mass. And there's a lovely little prayer, you've heard me saying it. God our Father, thank you for the privilege of being here. Help us to be reverent and attentive in your house. May we always think about what we're doing and saying, listen carefully to your word, give glory to you, and be an example to one another. Brothers and sisters, we pause to ask for forgiveness. Pursue him and for him. Everything in heaven and everything on earth, when he made peace by the death on the cross. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Sing it. So we stand to greet the gospel. <coughs> I'm Jenny. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The sheep that belong to me listen to my voice. I know the man they follow me. Hallelujah, hallelujah, The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. There was a lawyer who, to disconcert Jesus, stood up and said to him, Master, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, What is written in the law? What do you read there? He replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbour as yourself. You've answered right, said Jesus. Do this, and life is yours. But the man was anxious to justify himself, and he said to Jesus, And who is my neighbour? Jesus replied, A man was once on his way down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell into the hands of brigands. They took all he had and beat him, and then made off, leaving him half dead. Now a priest happened to be travelling down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. In the same way, a Levite who came into that place saw him and passed by on the other side. 
But a Samaritan traveler who came upon him was moved with, comp with compassion when he saw him. He ran up, bandaged his wounds, pouring oil and wine into them. He then lifted him onto his mount and carried him to an inn and looked after him. Next day he took out two denarii and handed them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and on my way back I will make good any extra expense you may have. Now which of these three do you think proved himself to be a neighbour to the man who fell into the brigand's hands? The one who took pity on him, he replied. And Jesus said to him, go and do the same yourself. The Gospel of the Lord, praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. I was told, on sure ground anyway, that a priest went into a school years ago in, oh, it's very unfair to say it was Wesley Mac, but it was actually. And during the, in a certain class, I think it was fourth class, and something came up about the Good Samaritan. They asked him, do you know, do you know that story? And there was, but one girl volunteered, and she stuck up her hand, little, you know, cheerful little one. Come on, he said, tell me the story. Well, she said there was a man on the road and he got attacked and he was left on the road half dead. And, 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 and a priest came by and he passed by and, and she started scratching her head. And, and the priest came by and he passed by. She scratched her head again because she was stuck for the next bit. And for the third time, she said, and a priest passed by and, 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 and he did nothing. And he said, you don't have to rub it in. It's <laughs> 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 supposed to be a true story. The people, this evening, as we reflect on all this, it's amazing how things come back from childhood. And I'm sure Father Dan would be the first to agree with me on this. I came home from second mass at about 11 year old and my own father called me over. Is there any chance you run down to Gaffney's? See what's wrong with Jim. I missed him from mass. Now if I went down on the road it'd be a good journey but being a lively young fella I ran across the three fields and then I went to Gaffney's house. Big kitchen and the bedroom was off the kitchen. And there was Mr. Gaffney lying inside in the bed. Dada sent me down. He wants to know, where you, are you all right? He missed you for mass. The people, it was better than a box of tablets. To be, to be told that he was missed and that his neighbor taught enough, or concerned enough to send down a messenger. The poor man inside the bed, he was thrilled. The people, that's 70 years ago, and I still remember that morning. And it's amazing how certain things from childhood will stick with us. And maybe as we listen to this tonight, we adults, we adults, isn't it very important what the children hear from us and see in us day after day at home or at school, whatever they are. The things that would be they would stay with them in the years ahead. Nice message. 
and I'd like you to think about it. I'm trying to lead you in a little prayer this evening. We've, Lord, we've listened to your holy word. We've prayed about it. Now you come to us, giving us all the, the courage and the graces that we need to live your message. Jesus, I want to do what you ask of me, in the way you ask, for as long as you ask, because it is you who is doing the asking. The lovely scout prayer was, Jesus help us to be generous, to love and serve you as you deserve, to give, not to count the cost, to fight and not to heed your wounds, to toil and not to seek for rest, to labour and to look for no reward, save that of knowing that we do your holy will. O oh, praise be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the order. People, we stand for the final prayer. <coughs> Consume these gifts, we pray, O Lord, that by our participation in this mystery, its saving effects upon us may grow. This we ask through Christ our Lord. Amen. It was lovely to be here with you this evening. Thank you, Father Dan. And of course, the picture, that's what For me to look down today is totally. Thank you for that. The people, the Lord be with you and God bless you and protect you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Our Mass is now ended. We'll go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. Thank you. In case those of you who might think I'm taking away the blessed sacrament with me so that you can do more laughing than normal. <laughs> go in peace. No, stay now and don't go away.
Uh, very good. Uh, t thanks uh, there to the musicians, and uh, we'll have more from them uh, late later. Uh, so uh, again, uh, thanks to you all for for being here uh, this evening, and uh, we we welcome uh, Jim Collins there from Scarif Community Radio, who is here this evening as well. And uh, we had Eugene uh, McCafferty from the Clare Champion. Uh, I, I think he he might be gone at the moment, uh, but he was here he was here earlier. Uh, Still here? Oh, you're still here. Yeah, there you are. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah thanks, Eugene. Uh, so uh, again, uh, this this evening uh, is uh, to, to uh, thank Father Dan for uh, his his 11 years um, uh, work here, uh, saying mass in in, in Oatfield Church. So uh, we know at the time uh, Father Dan agreed to do the fortnightly mass, uh, there was no other priest available to celebrate mass uh, here in Oatfield at that time. Uh, Father Dan, originally from the local parish of Crackla, had recently retired from the Middlesbrough uh, diocese in the UK and was now living in Innes. Back in uh, late uh, 2009, uh, Father Dan was it, um, Word got uh, to, to Noreen Brandon uh, or Sarkerston and, uh, and the late uh, Geraldine uh, Crehan uh, that Father Dan Spade was now retired and living in Innes. So they, so they decided to pay him a visit to ask him to know what he'd do at uh, the Christmas, mass, Christmas Eve Mass in Oatfield Church. Uh, uh, at, at, at that time back in 2009 and uh, with, with very little uh, persuasion I think Father uh, you agreed uh, to do the, 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 the Christmas Eve Mass uh, so but of course uh, Noreen and uh, Geraldine had, had, had bigger plans for Father then so, so soon after uh, I think it was soon after Christmas uh, Father, uh, Noreen and uh, Geraldine decided to to go back and do Father Dan another visit. So, um, and what they wanted at that time then was uh, to ask him to know would he uh, commit to doing uh, the Mass uh, weekly here in Oatfield. So, um, Father Dan thought, thought of it for a while, and uh, I think Noreen and Geraldine might have gone away and, and come back, and, and uh, Father Dan uh, eventually agreed uh, to uh, do uh, fortnightly Mass uh, in Oatfield. And, uh, and uh, I, su I suppose uh, uh, the rest is, is history, really. So uh, I think you will all agree, if uh, Father Dan had not come here to Oatfield at that time, uh, Oatfield Church would be now closed and uh, the renovations work would not have taken place. As I said earlier, uh, there wasn't a priest uh, that was uh, available to say a mass, so, and the church was in a very bad state of repair. And it's unlikely that uh, uh, it w you know people would commit to uh, getting it renovated uh, and 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 being so generous as they were with uh, given money and all that uh, if 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 the mass hadn't been here. So uh, Father Father then was uh, here for all the renovations work that took place uh, over uh, ten, a 10-year period. And uh, I think uh, it is fair to say Father Dan was hugely supportive of all the work and would have attended all our fundraising events uh, which took place over those years. Father Dan was hugely encouraging at all times and was always inquiring how things were going and what was coming up next. 
uh, as, you, as you see, a lot of the flowers that are around the, the church car park uh, were given uh, here to the ch uh, church and, uh, by Father Dan. And uh, I, think, I, I think he actually even uh, sold some of them himself. Is that right, Father? <laughs> so uh, people uh, always wanted to have the, the place looking well when Father Dan would come. And uh, so, uh, so I would like to now give a huge thanks uh, to Father, Father Dan uh, for, for those uh, 11 years that he has been here. So thank you. Thank you very much. I'm here in Oatfield with Father Dan Spate uh, at the end of Mass and a, a large crowd here, Father, and they're about to uh, have some refreshments. So, first of all, congratulations on your time here in Oatfield. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Tell, what, tell us, what, uh, how did you start off? What was your st the start of your connection with, with Oatfield? Uh, <coughs> I received a phone call from the sacristan here, Noreen, she rang me up a fortnight before Christmas and uh, my response to her was, well, you're, you're the first to ask me, so I suppose the answer has got to be yes. And then I had second thoughts and I said, well, now, if, um, if this weather continues, will I get to Oakfield at all? Because uh, a, we had a few bad weekends of weather around that time. And she said, don't worry. We have people, lots of people here with four by fours and they'll come and get you. So I had to take her up on that one. They came and got me and uh, took, brought me back home. And after that, I continued to come on my own. And then um, they said, well, uh, what about um, 
a donation. I said, no donations at all, thank you. Just, just if you give me traveling expenses. And they were faithful to that one. But uh, when they started fundraising for the church, I said, look, forget about my traveling expenses. And uh, uh, I'd be very happy to, I'll come back to you when I, want, when I need any help. So I didn't take any traveling expenses after that. Well, as, as Michael said a bit earlier, uh, the, um, the, the fact that the renovations took place here wouldn't have, probably wouldn't have happened without you. I think somebody maybe a couple, but they, yes. it gave them a great spurt to to raise funds yes. and renovate this church, and they've done it beautifully. There was a, a a very close call on New Year's Eve because we had um, applied for a fund, um, and we had been shortlisted to three. Three was shortlisted, and we were at a quarter to twelve that night. Uh, we, dis- we, we were leading all the way and at a quarter to twelve we got the message that we, we were caught up and we said now the only hope here is get on to Davy Fitzgerald he'll have a, a lot of con- contacts uh, and um, they went along to, to Davy and, and he said what do you want me to do and I said just give this message uh, on behalf of the church at Oldfield that every one of those people you are in touch with ought to vote for Oldfield, which they did and by 12 o'clock we got our 5,000 pounds, which was went towards the uh, renovation work and they had regular fundraising concerts, little concerts here in church sponsored walks etc so it was great they, 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 uh, I, I sensed there was a great sense of community here always you know they pulled together and uh, worked as, as best they could uh, to, to keep, keep things going so you, you finish here father with, with fond memories of the place oh yes very much yes very much and not as uh, I mean um, this is just, uh, uh, please God, I, I go on. I go on doing the, the well, no, I, yes, I did finish actually. When the other two priests came along and took over, I said, well, it's time I moved out. Because one of, the, one of them is from, uh, is from, uh, Oat, um, not Oatfield, um, uh, Clonlara. One is from Clonlara and the other is from, uh, Limerick, uh, c- city of Limerick. There's only about five miles each way to travel to come here. So it was appropriate for me then to get to move, move out and let them get on with it, and they've done so very well. But Father, listen. Thank you for talking to us. I know there are people queuing up here to have a word with you. So listen. Thanks a million for coming on Scarlet Bay Community Radio, and you know every. Uh, Good wish and good health for your retirement. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Excellent. I'm here with Michael Tynan. Michael, of course, is our correspondent here for Scarif Bay Community Radio. 
from Oldfield. Michael, you must be very happy this evening with the turnout and the way everything has gone. Absolutely, absolutely, Jim. Uh, it has been brilliant now. There's been a great turnout and people have been so generous to towards Saturday uh, you know, and uh, they really appreciate uh, and have shown their appreciation for the for the time he has been here in Oatfield. Yes, and he's, uh, you know, he, I think he just talking to him there a few minutes ago, he does, you know, leave with great memories and has great affection for this place. Oh yeah, well we, we recognise that uh, over the years, you know, he was so... He was so much involved in everything, you know, and he was, you know, he was always uh, so interested in what we were doing, and uh, and you know, he kept the people, uh, I, I suppose you could say, motivated as well, you know, um, because of his enthusiasm, you know. Yeah, and I suppose you mentioned there uh, when you were speaking the importance of his, the fact that he was here to say mass every fortnight, gave a great uh, fillip to the community here to. Um, you know, to, to get fundraising and to make such a lovely job of the church. Oh, absolutely! Like uh, as I say, like you know, at at the time Father Dan came, we didn't have uh, you know there wasn't a priest available to say mass in, in in the church. So and and the church was in a very poor state of repair at the time. So without Father Dan, uh, the, I I would say the church would be in a very bad state now, and it wouldn't it would never you know you wouldn't you wouldn't get the people to. To be so generous with the fundraising and uh, and, and that if there was no mass, uh, you know. And so. the, the stained glass window mm. of Saint Vincent de Paul. I mean, it really it looks fabulous now. It, it looks spectacular. Absolutely, and, uh, you know. You, you weren't allowed to. You couldn't change the. Well, the uh, you, uh, as you know, like it is a protected structure, so uh, interfering with uh, our, our original window uh, would be frowned on, like you know. And we, and I, I don't think we really would want to do that ourselves either you know so, um, so somebody came up with a great idea of, um, of, of fitting the window on the inside uh, on fr framing it and fitting it on the inside and I think uh, as you can see it, it has turned out fabulous well as, as we're yeah. looking at it now you'd never actually know that uh, it's not part of the structure from the, from the inside absolutely and, yeah, and, yeah. and the light coming through the existing window yeah, it's fabulous. Know, shows it off to great effect it's fabulous isn't it yeah absolutely yeah. you know we're, we're Absolutely thrilled, and uh, uh, like none of us seen it now until this evening. So, oh yeah, so, it was a well kept so, secret. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, it was absolutely, and, and and thanks to Father Dan for uh, getting it, you know, and, uh, and donating and it. donating it. Yeah, absolutely, you know. Well, listen, Michael. We often talk over the phone and, yeah, uh, and around the parishes, but it's great to be here yeah. and with yourself and with the community here in Northfield. So listen, go enjoy the rest of the evening yeah, you're very and, and many thanks for having us today. You're very welcome, Jim, and uh, thanks so much to Scarif Community Radio for all the publicity we get over the, over the years, really, like now. So, yeah, thank you, so you very, thank much. very much. Yeah, thank you.